Blog Talk Radio. up everybody welcome to another edition of sports urban legend along with my co-host macaulay matthew i'm of course william ammo what's up mac how you doing man hey man how's it going hey i'm glad to have you on the show man as always thank you man likewise thank you man and uh thank you ladies and gentlemen for listening to this uh latest episode of sports urban legend um on today's show, we're going to talk about the um, the Super Bowl uh, between the the of course you know the Kansas City Chiefs and the uh, San Francisco Forty Niners. Um, we'll also talk about the later the latest um, saga uh, surrounding the Knicks as they you know after they fired Mills, they have a new um, GM in Leon uh, um, Rose. And you know, basically the the state of the Knicks. We'll also talk about the Mets and their their latest state of the you know uh, of their you know of their of the team you know you know as they enter um, spring training and the Steve Cohen um, drama. We'll talk about that. Of course, we'll talk about WWE with. Um, Goldberg challenging uh Bray Wyatt uh to the, the to the universal title and all the other WWE news. And you know, we'll give you a little, our you know thoughts on the Oscars, you know, some of the Oscar nominations and who we think are gonna win. But um also most importantly, uh you guys know the number. Feel free to talk about any of these topics and more, you know, because obviously um, if you've been following this show for for what eleven years now, um, it's basically you know about sports and entertainment. So, you want to talk about any of these topics we're covering or more? Feel free to to chime in. But um, yeah, let, let's um, yeah, let's start with the with the uh, with the Super Bowl and. Yeah, man, it was a, a pretty impressive Super Bowl. This one's gonna go by, go um go down in the ages. You had two young quarterbacks uh, in Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, and um, of course Garoppolo with the um with the Forty ers battling it out. And as we all know, the Kansas City Chiefs ended their fifty year drought. And um, basically, they have their second ever um, Super Bowl victory over the 49ers. And um, yeah, man, it was a, it was one for the ages. If my memory serves right, I think the final score was 31-20, which isn't that far off from my prediction. You know, I, I picked I picked the the the, um, the Chiefs to win 35 to 20. So I, I was I wasn't too far off, but um, 
yeah, most importantly, um, Patrick Mahomes, man, the whole the whole series, he just kept coming back from 10-point 10, 10 deficit, and the Super Bowl was no different. You know, in the third quarter, um, you know, at the halftime, they, they were tied 10-10, and uh, the third quarter, um, Mahomes looked a little rattled, but, you know, like Mahomes said in, you know, his post-game speech, um, you know, his team believed in him, the, you know, coach, um, Andy Reid believed in him like they did all year, and he got him out of the situation. The whole team, you know, it was a team effort. And, um, you know, the MVP live up to the moniker. And like like you and me, Mac, uh, you know, we you know we thought last year he could have won it if uh, Tom Brady was in his way. And um, with Tom Brady getting knocked out, you know, in the first round by the Titans, you know, this was Mahomes' uh, championship to, to, to take, and he did that. So congratulations to, you know, Kansas City Chiefs and, uh, you know, the entire, the, the whole entire, you know, organization and the fan base for the victory. Yeah, it, was, your uh, it was definitely uh, one of the best Super Bowls that we've seen in a while. Definitely better than last year's Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, they're a talented team. Uh, they probably have the most talent. Uh, you know, in the NFL, especially on the offensive side of the ball. And, you know, all throughout this postseason, you know, they were down by 10 or more points, and they came back, came back against um, the Titans mm-hmm. um, in that AFC championship game, came back against the Texans in the uh, semifinals, you know, and then they do it again here in the Super Bowl where you thought, you know, they were down – well, I didn't think they were going to lose that game anyway. Even if they were down mm-hmm. by 20, you know, I I had faith in the Chiefs' offense. They're so good offensively that, mm-hmm. you know, no lead is safe, you know. So, um, yeah, even when they were down with the, with uh, under nine minutes to go, uh, down by 10, I thought they could come back, and they did. You know, even uh, even though Mahomes threw uh, uh, two interceptions in that game, mm-hmm. you know, that still didn't phase him. Uh, you know, this guy – he may be 25 years old, but, you know, he plays like a veteran guy. Mm. And he managed to lead his team back, and, you know, they uh, they they come back and win it 31-20. to 20. Um, and The Niners, their offense just – I don't know what happened to the offense in that fourth quarter, but uh, you got to give the Chiefs defense credit. The Chiefs defense did shut them down there in the fourth quarter. And, um, yeah, I'm just happy for Andy Reid, man. It's uh, – He's been in the league for so long. He's, you know, he's one of the winningest coaches in NFL history, and now he gets this, he gets a Super Bowl to cement his legacy, you know. So I'm really happy for him, and uh, yeah, congrats to the Chiefs. They really deserve it, and this might be the start of a dynasty, especially now with the Patriots crumbling and, you know, them having holes in their team right now, so... I think the Chiefs are going to be the team to beat going forward. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised about that. You know, I mean, never kind of, you know, Tom Brady, Bill Bill Belichick, and the Patriots. But, yeah, man, um, Mahomes looks like he's the new face of the NFL, you know. He he definitely um, cemented that with his with his performance. You know, in in the regular season and in the off and in the the, the postseason, uh, most notably the Super Bowl. So, mm-hmm. yep. 
I mean, you can't, He, you know, he is, you know, the Chiefs are the team to beat, you know. So, you know, again, congratulations to them, you know. Yep. And, you know, the 49ers, they failed to win uh, their sixth title, which would have made them tie with the Patriots and um, and um, uh, Steelers. I think Steelers also. Steelers and Green Bay, probably. Definitely. Yeah, I think Steelers and yeah, Steelers oh. isn't it Steelers and um, I think it's Steelers and um Patriots probably. No, Patriots only have five. No, but wait, no, don't Patriots have six? I'm they, oh yeah, yeah, they do have six. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, they would have been the had had the Forty ers won, they would have been uh, tied yeah. with those teams. Right. So. Yeah, man. Not it. They just gotta go back to the drawing board next year and try to, you know, try to win it all. Find a way to stop Mahomes somehow. Get that. All the Niners, they have a good young team, you know. So. Yeah, this uh, could be a this could be a a rivalry in the making right now, right here. Yeah, possibly. But as as us New York fans, we're hoping uh, the Jets and the Giants could, uh, you know, stop you know, stop these guys from, from repeating. But, you know, we'll see what we'll see what our teams do in the off season. But um again, you know, congratulations to them. Yep. But yeah. Here goes the the here co- goes the, the congratulation part of the show. Now yeah, now we're going down to the, unfortunately, uh, the main topic of this show. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, let me let me look at the envelope. <laughs> All right, here we go. And the Oscars for the worst sports ownership in history. Go, uh, oh, yeah, here are the nominees. The Mets <laughs> with the Will Ponds. Okay, with the Knicks we have James Dolan. With the with the Jets we have, um, you know the the Johnsons. Not to mention other teams that will, will that won't be named right now. Okay, <laughs> here's the envelope. And the winner, the Oscars for the worst run organization. Is what is this true? It's a tie. It's, a tie. <laughs> it's the Mets and the the Knicks. It's a tie. The Jets. The Jets were close, man. They were. They're in that. They're running, but <laughs> the, the Mets and the Knicks. Were, wow. I don't believe it. Well, I, I guess I, um, the Dolans and the Wilfons aren't here to accept the award, so I'll I'll accept it on the behalf. You know, they gave me a, a lot of grief, so. I guess I'll take this this award on their behalf. So I want to thank you for all the grief these owners have gave, given me and all these diehard New York fans. So my words, <laughs> there's no words I could this could explain what I'm about to talk about on this show. Where should I tip off first? Um, I guess we'll, you know what? Let's go with let's go with the let's go with the Mets right here. I'll talk about the the Knicks and their their. They're signing. 
You know what I'm saying? Them signing uh, the um, the GM Leon Rose. I get I get to that. But um, what was I gonna? What's that feedback I'm hearing? Is it me I'm hearing? What feedback? I'm hearing a feedback with me talking. Uh, I'm not sure. That's weird. I'm here. I'm hearing like an echo with myself talking. But I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna try to ignore this. But this is annoying. I'm hearing myself. I'm hearing myself talking in the background. This is. What? This is some super sane um, technical difficulties right here. I'm hearing myself talking. You hear an echo? Yes, I hear an echo as I'm talking. I don't know what's going on, but uh, this is extremely annoying. But, um, yes, the Mets, you know, they got the, you know, our fans, you know, the fans' hopes up, you know, that, you know, Steve Cohen, who's a, a billionaire, you know, investor, you know, he supposedly a Mets fan. You know, he was going to put $2.6 billion into the deal, you know, to, to get full ownership of the team. Because right now I think he has, like, at least 6% of ownership as a minor minority owner. So apparently a few months ago he had an agreement um, to um, become a full owner, full-time owner of the team in the next five years. But – as early as Thursday, you know, or should I say Wednesday, there was rumors that that the, the deal might fall through. And on Thursday night, um, it came to fruition. And now, if you rewind the show a, a few months ago when this rumor came out, as you remember, I was cautiously happy because I was like, okay, there's a light at the end of the t- tunnel, you know. They might have a new ownership, someone who's committed to winning and, and will actually spend the money to make the Mets, you know, the championship caliber team it should always be because it's a New York team. It has a diehard fan base who supports the team, win or lose. But unfortunately, the will Pins don't spend any money. You know what I'm saying? So, right. and I'm, I'm still hearing myself in the background, but I'm trying to ignore it. So... I apologize if my voice is a little high right now, but um, this this is you know beyond frustrating. You know, um, I was you know cautiously optimistic with the you know with the you know with the Mets actually getting an owner who actually wants to spend the money, but um, unfortunately they 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 um. Broke, the, the the deal fell through, and there's conflicting reports that um, Cohen um, changed, altered the amount he was going to give the well ponds, um, you know, in the deal. There's rumors that the Jeff Wilpon wanted to have his, you know, his um, his his seat and his title and 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 get his his pay his um, payroll from a two two point something million dollar to four point six million dollar at the end of the five year deal of him being the COO and apparently the other um breaking point was that even though he was giving billion dollars to the team he couldn't have any say of what the team was gonna sp- how the team was gonna spend it in this uh f- you know the the next five years. So 
basically this was this is what resulted in the thing. And now the Mets, you know, and the the Wilpons are looking for another person or group to buy the team from them. And yeah, man, this is. This is this is my um my sports fandom in a nutshell, you know. <laughs> expect the unexpected, you know. <laughs> expect the worst case scenario, and you won't be disappointed. And you know, wait until they sign on the the dotted line, and the ink dries for it to be official, because you never know what's gonna happen. And looky here, the the deal is dead, and we're stuck with the well ponds for another Lord knows how long running this team. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't get why the Wolfhounds, I mean, if you're going to sell the team, like, be 100% in, you know? Don't be, don't half-ass it, you know? And, you know, the um, disagreement fell through because the Wolfhounds, I guess, didn't want to give full control over to, um, What's his face? Um, uh, Steve Cohen. Steve Cohen um, for the next five years. They wanted to retain some type of control and then trans- transition um, complete ownership over to Cohen, um, you know, eventually. But uh, they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to give him f- full control yet. You know, they wanted to have a gradual transition over to him. And Steve Cohen didn't want that. Steve Cohen wanted... Complete ownership right away, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that's one of the main reasons this fell through, because of that. Uh, and I don't I don't get why the Wilpons are so concerned about their investment and ownership in a team when they haven't done much, for, you know, for this franchise, you know? Because of the whole Bernie Madoff scandal, they don't have money to spend on free agents like the Yankees are spending. Um, and, you know, this guy, this billionaire guy, Cohen, could have really helped. You know, you bring him in, then you're, you know, you're making, you're, you have a lot of money to spend. Um, you're, he's going to be investing in the team, you know, and this would cover up all the faults and mishaps that uh, – that the Mets made the last 10, 15 years, you know, not getting top free agents, you know, this guy would spend money mm-hmm. and probably, probably make the Mets compete against the Yankees, you know, for acquiring free agents to come here to New York. But now that's not going to happen because of the Wilpons uh, egos. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why the Wilpons now are so, protective of their investment in the team when, you know, when they were doing deals with Madoff, they weren't that, you know, they didn't care. You know, they they lost millions of dollars because of their, you know, relationship with Madoff. And they weren't worried about their investment back then. So, yeah, but that you make a good point. But the problem is the investment wasn't into the team. The investment was the money that the diehard Mets fans were spending on the team was going directly into their pocket because they weren't they weren't trying to improve the team. Like for example, Piazza was even going to be a Met because the Wolpons didn't want to get Piazza. Apparently, it was you know Mike Francesa on his show 
in addition to Nelson Doubleday, who was the part-time owner of the uh, with Wilpon, because Wilpon and Doubleday were 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 co-owners of the team until I think Wilpons took over. Um, they bought them out. Um, I think you know what 2002 or 2003. So basically, if Doubleday would have owned the team instead of the Wilpons. The, the 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 Mets would have fortunes would have been a lot better because the Mets the, the double days uh, Nelson Doubleday would have spent the money on the players instead of you know putting the money in their pocket and just you know hoping that the Mets play meaningful games in September and possibly October so now the and, oh yeah and another thing is the a similar thing happened with the Mets nine years ago. With David Ihorn, he was supposed to have a deal with the Mets too, to potentially buy the team, and you know that deal fell through too. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the the Mets. You know, I mean, the Mets have a good team. You know, they have promising young guys and Alonzo, McNeil, um, Conforto, Rosario. Um, you know, and of course the pitchers with uh, you know um, the Grams and the guard. You know they re- they 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 signed um, Porcella as a, a free agent, one of their top free agent signing. Probably, if not, their that's probably their biggest free agent signing this off season. Because mm. he he was you know they signed him to a one year ten ten million dollar contract, but fortunately for him, uh, for us, he he grew up a Mets fan, so you know he wanted to have a chance to try to win one with the Mets. And you know he's yeah. going to be competing with um, with um, uh, Michael Walker, the former um, Cardinal, you know, for that fifth spot. Walker, Walker. <laughs> yeah, Walker, Walker. <laughs> <laughs> or even I guess even Matt too, when you think about it, because the, the rotation is is the Grom, Syndergaard, um, uh, uh, Strowman, and then it would be. It would be Matt, and then it would be Porcello and um, Walker fighting it out. But then again, Porcello has a ten million dollar one year, ten million dollar contract, you know. And Porcello, I mean, he's more proven, even though he had an off year last year. But um, yeah, the the Mets they have to they basically gotta spend the money. I mean, there's no. No ifs, ands, or buts about it, man. They they need to spend the money, and if the Wilpons are not going to do it, they should just step aside and let somebody else who wants to win take over the team. I agree with you. You know, that's and Cohen, put their man, aside. It's both of these billionaires' fault, man. I, they both share the blame. Cohen, you know, he gave the Mets fans false hope that he was going to save them. He He's going to be this... Maverick dude who's gonna spend the money and and you know change the culture of the Mets and he you know pushed him to shove he couldn't stomach you know the the high demands for just these five years and you know take control of the team you know they're both at fault so basically the Mets are you know if the Mets the, the you know these players can you know play over their heads and stay healthy and shock the world, you know, a lot of these guys are, are, are going to go without a championship. Look at David Wright, man. David Wright, he, 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 you know, this guy, this guy had the heart of a champion, but unfortunately 
you know, injuries and, and this team not spending, you know, spending for him for the most part, with the exception of 05 and 06, you know, when, when Manaya came in, you know, they, they didn't really spend any money for him. So, yeah. unfortunately, you know, he couldn't, he, you know, he couldn't end his career with a, with a title. But, unfortunately, it is what it is, man. Hopefully, the Mets will get their act together and, um, you know, hopefully bring a title in the near future. But like like I was saying about this uh, Cohen deal, I'll believe it when I see it. Now shifting gears to another team, my other beloved team, who's given me nothing but grief. And, of course, it's the only team that me and you actually root for. And, of course, that is the New York Knicks. Now, of course, how do I feel about Steve Mills getting fired? I'm ecstatic. Let me repeat. He should have been fired. I'm ecstatic that he's fired. He, I mean, he, you know, Dolan loved him. Dolan thought he was so nice that he fired him twice. You know, (laughs) so basically, you know, he he was he was the guy who basically whispered in 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 Dolan's ears you know, in the the last decade to to hire Isaiah Thomas. Because I think he, if I remember serving right, I think he was trying to get Magic Johnson to to get involved with the Knicks. But then Magic Johnson said, hey, why don't you get my boy Isaiah Thomas? And then that, the rest is history. And then, of course, you know, the, the Isaiah Thomas had the, the scandal, you know, at the Garden. And, of course, all those guys were surrounded in that scandal. They fired him. And then they hired him back a few years ago. And, you know, basically, you know, the, the last 20 years of the Knicks have been have been a disaster, you know. Ever since, ever since Van Gundy left, the, the Knicks have been a disaster. Since, what, 2002, they've been, they've, the Knicks have been a disaster with the exception of that, what, the 2013 year when they had Jason Kidd. Tyson Chandler and those guys. Other than that, the Knicks have been other nothing but. I mean, they've been an utter embarrassment, and there's no end in sight. Okay, well, okay, now, yeah, they fired Steve Mills. What do I think about Leon um, Rose? Well, same thing with how I felt about Brody Van Wagenen with the Mets. I felt that they should hire somebody with experience. Unfortunately, both teams went in a different direction. They want to go out of outside the box and hire, you know, super agents, guys who are familiar with, you know, working with GMs, but also, um, you know, also, you know, have A-list players. So um, my my thoughts is since they're not going to go a veteran route and hire somebody like um, Jerry West. Colangelo, of course they can't get your jury because the compensation would be ridiculous that they have to that's, get the Raptors at least. That's the guy. Two that's the guy I want. Yeah, but that that is the guy who Dolan wants too. Dolan wants your jury, but the the compensation is too ridiculous. It would have to be at least two two number one top draft picks at least. Right. So that that's why he you know he he can't he couldn't get your jury even though that's. In his who in his heart of hearts 
according to all the reports, that's who he wants to, um, you know, to be the next president of the the Knicks or or GM of the Knicks. But, um, but um, basically, if they were gonna go that route, you know, of not hiring an established GM, then Leon Rose, I guess, is the best option to to go to because you know he's a super agent he has a great relationship with all the players um with the coaches you know um like uh, Van Gundy John Calipari who said that he's going to stay you know in the college basketball but he'll help him out any way he can you know um Mark Jackson is a possibility as a you know as a as a, a head coach, I mean, Mark Jackson has been, uh, you know, has been rumored to be with the Knicks ever since he got fired by the um the Warriors yeah. the year before they hired Steve Kerr and you know won it all. I don't know why the Knicks haven't given him a shot. I mean, this is why the Knicks are one of the worst organizations, not only in, in basketball but in, in sports. Oh yeah. I mean, you have this guy Mark Jackson who's just sitting on the sidelines. I mean, yeah, he's doing broadcasting, but he would love to go back into coaching. The Knicks mm-hmm. are not even giving him a shot, you know, and that's that's why Steve Mills deserves to get fired because he's been he's done a horrible job as uh, the president of the uh, Knicks. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been any good that's come out uh, from him being in that in that position. I mean, he hasn't drafted well, he hasn't traded well. Mm-hmm. And we just traded a guy who wanted to be a Nick, you know, and you go ahead and trade him and get what a draft and pick and Morris, but you haven't done anything with the draft pick. So what, I mean, how, why should it be any different? These next, uh, these next, uh, these upcoming years with these draft picks than it's been before. I mean, I don't see anything changing. Yeah, so I'll even add to what you're saying. I mean, we we had the big deal, you know, you know we traded Porzingis so we could get enough cap space so we could get superstars to come here. But obviously, we all know no superstar players want to come here because our talent is basically barren. And you know, you know nowadays this is the modern day NBA. You don't need to be in New York to make money. You know, mm-hmm. so the players they don't want to have. You know, a lot of these players they don't. You know. They don't. They don't want. They don't want a stomach, you know, be, being the 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 man, you know. They want to make money like the man, you know what I'm saying. But they don't. They don't want to. They don't want to. They just want to create super teams, you know. There's yeah. very few players. I mean, like you said, there's very few players who want to come to the Knicks, and uh, we're just talking about, you know, decent players like, like um. Like Randall and Morris, who wants to come to the to, to the team, you know. I mean, the superstar players—they don't want to come here. We would have to. This organization would have to be a, have to do a complete 180 for 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 these superstar players to come. And and like I, we've been saying for for 11 years on this show, we'll believe it when we see it, you know. Yeah. I mean, come on, like LeBron was supposed to come here. Uh, Dwayne Wade, um, um, Durant, 
everybody, so everybody and their mothers were supposed to come and play for the Knicks, but but everybody keeps playing us, and now we're supposed to believe that um, now we're supposed to believe that the Greek freak is coming here. Why? Because we're gonna have some. We're we're, we're supposedly gonna have cap space. None of these people want to come here. The only way people are going to come here is if we literally, you know, start drafting well, use the seven picks that we have, and and um actually actually do something with these picks and and draft well. And the only way, if you and with the same thing with the Mets and the Knicks, if you're going to draft a guy a, a guy who a rookie GM. Who who doesn't have any experience? You better make darn well that everybody underneath underneath that person has experience, and they're the top, they're the best of the best in scouting. You know, whether it's international or, or domestic, you know, scouting people, they have to be the best of the best to to so that the rookie GM slash president can learn can learn, you know, at the job. Because in the in the city of New York, you have to you have to have in the perfect world, you have to have a, a GM and a and a and a um, manager slash head coach with experience. You can't have both guys inexperienced. You can have a, 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 a experienced GM with a rookie manager, but really the other way around. You know what I'm saying? You you got you you got to have one or the, you you have to have somebody of experience in the thing, or else it's just gonna blow up in your face. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, the good thing is, Deion Rose. He's he's very respected. You know, he's he's been a a, a super agent for like twenty years or so. And uh, apparently, he's going to hire Worldwide West, a guy, an influential figure. You know, who who has the respect of the um, NBA players. I mean, that I mean, it's a start. But the, the most important thing, the Knicks have to draft well. Because they've been, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, but they have a few decent players, but but they, that's not enough. That's not enough for people to, you know, take. Because there's a special breed of people who who play in New York. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully the Knicks can do that. But that that's the theme of today, man. We'll believe it when we see it. We'll see what happens. Well, the Knicks oh. they have to. They have to start winning, you know. Above all, yeah. You know, if they if they if they're not winning, then you know things are going to continue to be the same. So, yep. And you know what's the funny thing is the Knicks won today, or ninety five, ninety four against the what the Pistons. They're on a four game winning streak, but wow. you know it's. I mean, they they gotta. I mean, it's a start, but I mean, come on, like they. They they have to sustain the, the the young guys have to have to be you know have to show that they they're progressing you know what I'm saying yeah. I mean we got R J Barrett but you know Nilakina he has to be more consistent Kevin Knox I mean that's another one I mean Mitchell Robinson Mitchell Robinson and and um and uh, R J Barrett are like the only two like legit bona fide guys who you know who you clearly see they have a future on this team right but they gotta this team have to get their act together man and they gotta draft strong they need 
They need some superstar. They need some elite superstar players, man. Whether it's to their draft or free agency, because this thing is not going to change anytime soon. Well, you know they couldn't get those superstars this past off season. So again, like, what makes me think they're going to get superstars the next season or the season after that? I mean, they just have to win, man, and just continue to build. You know, but don't worry about getting top free agents right now. Just yeah, that's kind of win with this young core and you know try to build something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They got they they got to develop these guys. They, these guys have to have playing time. Like this is Nilakina's year to prove himself. Nilakina's a waste. I he I mean he is he is a waste, but they stuck with him. They, they the the trading deadline is is over. It ended it ended um on Thursday. You know when we traded away um, Morris. You know, he was a good Nick, but you know unfortunately. We couldn't hang on to him because you know he's a, he's gonna be a free agent, and they wanted to get something for him. They 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 got more Harkless, you know who you know who's a, you know who has history playing college basketball in, in New York. He's gonna wear number three, which was Marbury and Stark's number. So that's 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 a lot of pressure right there on the guy, you know. So I mean, we'll, we'll you know we'll see what happens with him. Um, what was I, what was I gonna say? But um, yeah, the, the Knicks the Knicks have to draft well, but until the 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 season ends, these guys have to play. You know, mm-hmm. even if Randall's playing time has to be cut cut short, or he gotta be moved around or something to make some room. Because I mean, yeah, he's averaging like I think. 18 points or so in this uh, this winning streak or so, but you know, I know we have him for two more years, but uh, Randall's not the future of this team. Um, you know, he's when the Knicks are the are are the Knicks, Randall's most likely not going to be on this team. Or best case scenario, he'd be like a fourth option. You know, but we'll see what happens.
<laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Now I heard you a lot better, but now you sound like Scott Michelson. It's <laughs> 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 like a, a software condition. It's like you're doing. I hope you're doing voiceovers because you're 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 doing like you're doing your your voice is totally off, man. But but uh, yeah, let's shift gears to um to um to WWE. So. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on um, Goldberg fighting uh, Bray Wyatt? Uh, I didn't see the match, but um, I heard about it. Uh, did you see it? No, nobody's seen the match. It's gonna be at the su- 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 super, super, super sh- sh- showdown. Oh, when I thought is it was the su- wasn't it tonight? I don't I think tonight. so. Oh, I don't think it's tonight. I don't. I'd even check to see what day it is. No, they couldn't do it tonight. I it it's in Saudi Arabia. Is it? Is it Saudi Arabia? Oh, they can have that would have been a, a balling jet. If they could fly all the way from there to Saudi Arabia after they're doing Raw, I mean SmackDown. Yeah, it might be. It might be next week or so. I I don't think okay. it's, it was there today. Oh yeah, I see. It's February twenty seventh. But um, yeah. Well. I mean, they never fought each other, so I mean that that'd be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, Goldberg—he's been just basically fighting Saudi Saudi Arabia all this time. He fought against Undertaker in a in a horrible match. I haven't I haven't seen the the, the match, but eventually I'm going to see it out of curiosity. Um, but yeah, basically they'll fight each other for the first time ever, and I mean. You know, I guess it'll be interesting to see. You know, but yeah, go. I mean, Goldberg has nothing to prove anymore. You know, what, what's your? Th- can you hear me? Yeah. Hello. Yeah, I I hear you a, a little bit. Yeah. No, it's um. I I mean, I guess it would be a good match, but. Goldberg needs to hang it up, man. He's going to Yeah. Away. I hear you, man. I mean, this would have been a good match like 15 years ago. Yeah, if Bray Wyatt was a, you know, if Bray Wyatt was in the WCW or in WWE, but, you know, this is like, um, I don't know. Goldberg, I think he needs to hang it up, especially, you know, from watching that Undertaker match last year at Super Showdown. Uh, he, he definitely, you know, he, he definitely needs to retire. And, and he was never even an entering technician to begin with. Right. But, I mean, hey, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think who would be the perfect opponent for him to end his career with. I mean, other than Brock Lesnar. I think it was the only thing. It was Stone Cold. Yeah, well, yeah, but Stone Cold's not coming out of retirement. But, yeah, Stone Cold would have been the perfect person for him to end his career with. Yeah. But, yeah, Stone Cold's not coming out of retirement. Well, that Undertaker match last year should have been his last. What are you saying? That match for Undertaker last year should have been his last. You said something about Undertaker? That match with Undertaker last year should have been his last match. Oh, you, said, you said the Undertaker match should have been his last match? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I'm surprised he came back, to be honest with you. But uh, I'm trying to think why this stuff happened. Um, Charlotte, it looks like Charlotte hasn't made her decision yet, to my knowledge. 
But apparently she, oh yeah, she's gonna make her announcement on the backstage show. Um, yeah, because she basically was, she went on NXT. She it appears she was gonna challenge Rhea Ripley, or actually accept Rhea Ripley's challenge, um, for the title. But um, her, her she got jumped by B, Bianca Belair and and uh, Rhea Ripley, so she still didn't make her decision. Um, yeah, but, you know, Charlotte, I mean, I mean, whoever she fights, you know, be a definitely be an interesting matchup, especially if she fights, you know, Rhea Ripley, that'd be the first time the NXT title would be, you know, on WrestleMania. Yeah, I think, it, I think she's going to be fighting Ripley. Yeah, I think so too. But, um, well, I'm trying to think what else happened on. WWE. Um, yeah, I just watched it. Uh, I watched it earlier today. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, by the way, Buddy Murphy. He his name. WWE changed his name. WWE changed his name. Yeah. Now he's just now he's just known as Murphy. Different. <laughs> <laughs> I know WWE. They just they just keep cutting people's names. Alexander Rusev is just Rusev, and apparently he's off TV because WWE quote unquote creative has no has nothing for him. They can't think of anything to give this guy. Uh, why don't you put the title on him? Yeah. Why don't you think? I mean, these guys they have all the talent in the world, but they don't even use them. How's Rusev, Cesaro, Biggie? Um, how are these guys not fighting for a title? Bobby Roode. They, they have so many guys who are championship caliber guys, and they don't even give them a title shot. But yeah, they just keep putting the title on Seth Rollins and and and, and um, Brock Lesnar. Like it's just the same people keep winning the title title over and over again. Yeah, I agree. They give these other guys a shot. They I mean, finally, they finally, they finally put the title on Bray Wyatt again, but that was basically because the fans was was basically about to riot because they they may not have that stupid match with Seth Rollins, you know where Seth Rollins was getting his butt kicked but somehow retained the title, and then they did a Maricopa and and finally put the title on him. Yeah. yeah. Uh. I'm trying to think what else. Um, trying to think what else happened on SmackDown or Raw. Um, hmm. Yeah, I can't think of anything. By the way, um, have you heard of this uh, this latest story in the Houston Astros cheating scandal? What are you saying? Have you heard this latest scandal? Have this latest development in the Houston Astros cheating scandal? Oh, you mean with AJ Hinch t- talking about it, sharing his thoughts about it? Like he tried to stop the um, he tried to stop them, but he 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 you know he 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 couldn't, and basically that's how the thing blew up or something something to that effect. That too, but um, Wall Street Journal yesterday published an article um when they investigated letters um you know between the the Houston front office and Hinch and players. 
And it looks like the Astros, they have been cheating all the way back to 2015. Wow. And they have interns um, developing algorithms and using spreadsheets um, to, like, decode, you know, capture signals. Uh, the, the signals between the pitcher and the catcher. And they called it the cold breaker. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy stuff. So they were doing Jericho's finishing with one people. Yeah. Yeah. I sent you the article. Um, oh, yeah. 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 So I didn't get a really chance to read it. But yeah, I, I did see the article. But I mean, I didn't get a chance to re- read it. But, hmm. but yeah. My bad. But um, um, also today, uh, X, yeah, XFL, um, they did. Two games were played today, so right. Mr. Glenn is investing millions of dollars into this XFL again, and he's gonna operate on a deficit because he's losing money right now. Uh, yeah, and hoping that this could be profitable to bring him, so he can earn that money back, or maybe even more. Yeah, there's rumors that he's gonna even sell WWE, maybe even to Amazon. I don't that, see that happening. Apparently, the rumor is that he's going to sell WWE to Amazon. Yeah, I don't see that happening. But I, I, I believe that when I see that, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, let, let's just give it last to the, to the Oscars. Uh, that That's tomorrow night. Um, okay, give me some of the, the um, major um, categories, you know, best Best actor, best actress, you know, best movie, stuff like that. Well, you know, best actor, you have Antonio Banderas and Henry Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver in Larry Story, uh, Jacqueline Phoenix, of course, as the Joker, and Jonathan Price as the Two Pope. Yeah, I think I think Joaquin Phoenix is going to win it. This This is definitely his year. Yeah, I agree. I think Joaquin Phoenix. He's won all the other awards so far, so yeah, exactly. I think he's that. Then you have best actress. Yeah, best actress. You have Cynthia Erivo in Harriet, Scarlett Johansson in Larry Story, Sarice Ronan in Little Woman, Charlize Theron in Bombshell. And Renee Zellweger and Judy. I'm going to go with Renee Zellweger uh, as Judy Gardner. Uh, I disagree. I think I think um, Cynthia Arrivo was going to win it. I, I actually saw the um, the 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 Harriet movie. Man, that movie was really good. And she, I mean, I definitely I definitely recommend that that film. I'm surprised it was, it was even nominated for best best picture, but um. Yeah, I definitely I think uh Cynthia Revo is going that one. Then you have uh, best picture um Ford versus Ferrari, uh Ford v Ferrari, The Irishman, Georgia Rabbit, Joker, Little Woman, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Parasite. Mm. I think it's going to be pro- probably between um, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 
was another movie I was thinking off the top of my head. Um, the movie that was um, it was there was um, what was the choices again? Give me. The, I'm trying to remember the name of the other, the movie that um, I was coming. The Irishman. Yes, the Irishman. Yeah, Irishman is the movie I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah, I saw that movie too. That was a good movie too. Um, man, I could literally. I could, I think it's gonna be between Irishman and um, Irishman and um, what's that movie? I would just. Why can't I keep remembering? Um, uh, it's Irishman and um, what's the other movie I was just talking about. I think nineteen seventeen is gonna take it. No, I think it's. I think it's gonna be Irishman or. Uh, what's the, the what's the first movie I was just talking about? Do you think Irishman is gonna win it? I think Irishman might win it, or I'm trying to think of the other movie I was thinking off the top of my. What was the other choices again? I'm sorry. Can... Um, let's see. Parasite. Um, you know, women, marriage story. Um, Joker, of course. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yes, once upon a, yeah, that's it. Once upon a time in Hollywood and Irishman are the two movies I could see them win. That I could see winning. Ah oh, man, which which movie do I think is gonna win? Um, I didn't see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I could see it winning. Man, I haven't seen Once Upon. I guess I'm gonna have to pick Irishman. Cause that was a really that was a that was a great movie, that was like a, a a throwback film in the modern era. You know that movie was like three hour at least three hours long, but I mean everything that was in the movie was was important, you know. Yeah. So I'm gonna pick the Irish one. Yeah, I'll stick with 1917. And, and so far, it's won a Golden Globe. Is it really gonna be that or a Parasite? Parasite won a SAG. Make seventeen one uh lonely room. But I think these people are people I hear a lot of this hype around nineteen seventeen. I haven't seen it but I think that's gonna win it. Yeah, I could see nineteen seventeen winning. That's the third movie I could see winning out of that list. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so that's yeah. the major uh, major oh best director. Martin Scorsese for the Irishman, Todd yeah, Phillips for the Joker. Sam Mendes for 1917, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Mong Jun Ho for Parasite. Yeah, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be between Scorsese, um, Tarantino, and maybe the Parasite um, director. But let me yeah. see. Who, who would win it? Who would win um, it, though? Um... It would be interesting. It would be interesting to see Tarantino actually win it, though. Yeah, I think um, Sam Mendes for nineteen seventeen. You know what? I think they're gonna go. I think they're gonna either go with Scorsese or Parasite. You know what? I'm gonna say they're gonna pick Parasite's director because you know Oscar like to you know pull some you know right beside the hat and be like, boom. You think I'm gonna do this? Nope. Swerve. Well, you know, that's um, yeah, that's basically it, you know, for the show, man. I want to thank you, Mac, for coming on the show.
Thank as you. Always. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. And uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to Sports uh, Sports Urban Legend. Uh, we'll be back same time Saturday at eleven. Check out my also check out my uh, YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV. He's Macaulay Matthew. I'm Wayne Rumble. And I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.